Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to another edition of Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pastor Vince Wilson, and we're back to continue our introductory lesson studies on Bible prophecy. It is Sabbath, August 19th, 2023, and um, today we're going to wrap up our introductory studies on numbers in uh, Bible prophecy specifically. Uh, We've been going over the symbols of Bible prophecy for the past several weeks, and when we wrap up um, symbols of Bible prophecy by looking at the numbers in Bible prophecy this morning, we should be ready to start our first lesson study next Sabbath morning by God's grace. I mentioned that in addition to our Bibles, we're going to be using the Amazing Facts study guides, um, those wonderful study guides that I was introduced to um, just over 20 years ago, or I, I would say 20 years ago this year in 2003. And since then, I've been using them for my personal studies as well as for uh, Bible studies with others. So again, that's the Amazing Facts study guides. We're going to get into who is the Antichrist. That's going to be our first lesson study next Sabbath, as well as using the Forgotten Commandment and the Mark of the Beast Crisis. That's a book that's been written by a local pastor here in the Charlotte area, uh, Kerry Rogers. He wrote this book a number of years ago, and uh, this is something that we use here at the ministry as well. So again, you're going to want to come back and join me next Sabbath as we get into our first lesson study entitled, Who is the Antichrist? I hope you've been uh, reading uh, Daniel chapter 7 because who is the Antichrist is uh, primarily based on Daniel chapter 7. But I mentioned that also um, when we're studying Bible prophecy, we want to focus on the books of Daniel and Revelation. Many people know about the book of Revelation, and that's good, but we also want to know about uh, the book of Daniel as uh, Daniel... Uh, and Revelation complement each other. And as we go through our Bible prophecy studies, you will understand more clearly what that means for us. So uh, without further ado, as I said, we're going to get into our, uh, our study today on the numbers in Bible prophecy. There aren't many numbers to go over, so this won't take long. Um, but what I may do after we go through our numbers in Bible prophecy is to do sort of a recap of what we um, looked at over the past several weeks in case this is your first time listening to Eyes on Prophecy. Um, And also, I encourage you to go back and listen to our past episodes over the past several weeks or so um, so you can get caught up on what we've been covering with the symbols of Bible prophecy. So let's have a word of prayer as we move forward. Loving Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to study a Bible prophecy. We know that there is so much that you want us to know, but we ask that you will prepare our hearts and minds to receive what you need to teach us today. Help us to uh, retain this material and to move forward and dig deeper into this topic of uh, Bible prophecy. Thank you so much for your guidance, for your instruction. In Jesus' name, amen.
Okay, friends, so um, I hope you've got a writing instrument, a pen, a pencil, got some paper. Um, maybe you've got your um, electronic device. I know we're, you know, we're living in this uh, highly technological age. Um, I won't reveal my age, but I'm going to say that I am old school. I still use uh, the actual Bible, you know, the hard copy of the Bible. I like to highlight and underline and all that good stuff. Um, you know, I consider myself pretty, uh, um, you know, tech savvy. Um, I mean, I'm recording this, uh, this podcast right now. So, uh, yes, I understand some technology, but I'm old school in many other ways as well. So whatever you have, it's fine. You have your actual Bible, you've got an electronic Bible, whatever you're using to capture this material. That is wonderful. All right. Numbers and Bible prophecy, as I said, there aren't many numbers. So once we go through the numbers, I'm going to go back and uh, just give a quick recap of what we covered over the past uh, several weeks concerning the symbols of Bible prophecy. So we're going to start with number one. Um, Number one represents absolute singleness and unity. Again, the number one represents absolute singleness and unity. Uh, The Bible references are Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6, John chapter 17, verses 21 and 22. The number two represents the truth of God's word. For example, the law and prophets. According to John 1 and 45, two or three witnesses, according to 2 Corinthians 13 and 1, and a sword with two edges, according to Hebrews 4 and 12. And see also Mark 6, verse 7, and Revelation 11, verse 3. It is used 21 times in the books of Daniel and Revelation. So, so there it is. I said just a little while ago about studying the books of Daniel and Revelation. So here's one example of that. Uh, The number two, which means the truth of God's word, it says it is used 21 times in the books of Daniel and Revelation. So you'll see as we go along where that comes to play. Um, Next, the number three. It represents the Godhead, or some may know as the Trinity. The angels cry holy three times to the triune God, according to Isaiah 6 and 3. See also Matthew 28 and 19 and 1 John 5, verses 7 and 8. Next is the number four. The number four represents universal truth as in the four directions, north, south, east, and west, and the four winds, according to the Bible, in Matthew uh, 24 and 31, Revelation 7 and 1, uh, Revelation 20 and 8. Now, in Acts, in the book of Acts, Acts 10, verse 11, a sheet with four corners symbolizes the gospel going to all the Gentiles. So again, that's the number four. So far, we've looked at numbers one, two, three, and four. 
Next would be number five. Number five represents teaching. So first, there are five books of Moses. Secondly, Jesus taught about the five wise virgins and used five barley loaves to feed the 5,000. So that's the significance of the number five. Again, the number five represents teaching. Number six uh, represents the worship of man, the worship of man, and is the number of man, signifying his rebellion, imperfection, works, and disobedience. It is used 273 times in the Bible, including its derivatives, for example, sixth, another, and another 91 times as three score or 60. Man was created on the sixth, sixth day, according to Genesis 1, 26 and 31. See also Exodus 31 and 15 and Daniel 3, verse 1. Also, something else about the number six. The number is especially significant in the book of Revelation, as we know. Well, those of us who are familiar with this already. The number is specifically... Um, it's especially significant in the book of Revelation as 666, which identifies the beast. And um, the Bible says, Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. His number is 666. That's according to Revelation 13 and 18. Next is the number 7. It represents perfection. Or completeness and is the sign of God divine worship completions as I said obedience and rest the quote Prince of Bible numbers and it is used 562 times and including its derivatives seventh or sevens see Genesis 2 verses 1 through 4 Psalm 119 verse 164, and Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11, for just a few of these examples. The number seven is also the most common in, in biblical prophecy. The number seven is. And uh, it occurs 42 times in Daniel and Revelation alone. In Revelation, there are seven churches, seven spirits, seven golden candlesticks, seven stars, seven lamps, seven seals, seven horns, seven eyes, seven angels, seven trumpets, seven thunders, 7,000 uh, slain in a great earthquake, seven heads, seven crowns, seven last plagues, seven golden vials, seven mountains, and seven kings. So throughout the Bible, um, in, the, in the, well, in the book of Revelation specifically, we see many times where the number seven is used and it's uh, derivatives. So, so far we looked at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's go to number 10. So we're gonna skip over at eight and nine. There's no eight and nine in Bible prophecy. Let's go to number 10. 10 represents law and restoration. So of course, this includes the 10 commandments, which we can find in Exodus 20. But also look at Matthew 25 verse one, which speaks of the 10 virgins. Luke 17 and 17 speaks of the 10 lepers. Luke 15 and 8 speaks of healing. 
and uh, the 10 silver coins. So that's, that's the significance of number 10. Now we're gonna skip over 11 and go to number 12. 12 represents the church and God's authority. So the Bible mentions that Jesus had 12 disciples and there were 12 tribes, 12 tribes of Israel. In Revelation 12 and 1, the 24 elders and 144,000 were multiples of 12. The New Jerusalem city has 12 foundations, 12 gates, 12,000 furlongs, a tree with 12 kinds of fruit eaten by 12, uh, eaten, eaten by 12 times, 12,000 or 144,000, according to Revelation 21. So that's the number 12. Again, it represents the church and God's authority. Now we're going to skip all the way up to number 40 now. The number 40 represents a generation of times of testing. It rained for 40 days during the flood. Moses spent 40 years in the desert, as did the children of Israel. And Jesus fasted for, fasted for 40 days. So that's the number 40. Now we're going to skip up to number 50. It represents power and celebration. The Jubilee came after the 49th year, according to Leviticus 25 and 10, and Pentecost occurred 50 days after Christ's resurrection, according to Acts chapter 2. That's the significance of number 50. Lastly, number 70, 70. It represents human leadership and judgment. So according to the Bible, Moses appointed 70 elders, according to Exodus 24 and 1, the Sanhedrin was made up of 70 men. Jesus chose 70 disciples, according to Luke 10 and 1. And Jesus told Peter to forgive how many times? 70 times 7. That's the significance of number 70. So again, we looked at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10, 12, 40, 50, and 70. And that completes our look at the numbers and Bible prophecy. So friend, we have wrapped up our introductory uh, material on uh, symbols and Bible prophecy. We just finished up with the numbers and Bible prophecy. Um, I ask you to go back over this lesson today as you prepare for our first lesson next Sabbath. But let me just give a quick rundown of what we covered over the past several weeks. Um, again, I encourage you to go back and listen to our past episodes on what we covered in symbols of Bible prophecy. But again, if this is your first time listening, you'll just want to jot these down real quick. I'm not going to go as deeply into these this time. And that's why I'd like you to go back and listen to uh, the past episodes so you can get more in-depth explanation of every symbol. So I'm just going to run down the symbols and just give a quick um uh, a definition of each symbol without getting into uh, the Bible verses where they're found. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. We started with horse. We said horse means strength and power in battle. Dragon, Satan or his agency. Beast, kingdom or government or political power. Lamb, Jesus and sacrifice. Lion, Jesus and powerful king. Bear, destructive power, leopard, grease, serpent, Satan, tongue, 
language, and speech, wolf, disguised enemies that hunt in a time of darkness, dove, holy spirit, ram, Medo-Persia, goat, Greece, horn, king or kingdom, wings, speed, protection, deliverance, white, uh, purity, blue, law, purple, royalty, red or scarlet, means sin or corruption, gold is a pure character, precious and rare, silver, pure words and understanding, Brass, tin, iron, lead, silver dross means impure character. Water equals Holy Spirit, everlasting life. Waters, inhabited area, people, nations. Fire, Holy Spirit, tree, cross, people, nation. Seed, uh, descendants, as well as Jesus. Uh, fruit means works or actions. Fig tree, a nation that should bear fruit, vineyard, a church that should bear fruit, field, world, world, harvest, end of the world, reapers, angels, thorns, or, uh, or thorny ground, means cares of this life, stars, means angels or messengers, Jordan, means death, mountains, means political or religious political powers, rock, means Jesus or truth, sun, means Jesus or the gospel, and that's sun, S-U-N. Winds means strife or commotion or winds of war. Lamp means word of God. Oil means Holy Spirit, sword, word of God. Bread, word of God. Wine, blood or covenant or doctrines. Honey means a happy life. Clothing Character, crown, a glorious ruler or rulership, uh, ring, authority, angel, messenger, uh, Babylon means um, apostasy or confusion or rebellion, mark equals a sign or seal of approval or disapproval, seal equals sign or mark of approval or disapproval, white robes mean victory, jar or vessel means person, time equals 360 days, Times equals 720 days. Day is a literal year. Trumpet, loud warning of God's approach. Healing equals salvation. Leprosy or sickness means sin. Famine means dearth of truth. A woman, uh, referring to a pure woman, means true church. True church. Woman or corrupt means apostate church. Thief is suddenness of Jesus' coming. Hand equals deeds, works, actions. Forehead equals mind. Feet means your walk or direction. Eyes means spiritual discernment. Skin, Christ's righteousness. Harlot means apostate church or religion. Heads uh, refer to major powers, rulers, and, and governments. And we just looked at our numbers this morning. Uh, one represents absolute singleness and unity. Two represents the truth of God's word. Three represents the Godhead or Trinity. Four represents universal truth. Five represents teaching. Six represents the word of man. Uh, seven represents perfection. Ten represents law and restoration. 
12 represents the church and God's authority. 40 represents a generation and times of testing. 50 represents power and celebration. And 70 represents human leadership and judgment. Friend, that wraps up our introductory studies on Bible prophecy. Please uh, keep these numbers and symbols handy as we go through our lessons. In the upcoming weeks, you will see these numbers and symbols come up again in the Bible verses that we're going to study in Scripture, as well as our lessons themselves. Um, these um, symbols and numbers are going to help us to understand more, clear, uh, more clearly the material that we're going to study. You're going to see these words and symbols used in their true context in the Bible, which will help you to understand um, what is... Um, you know, the, the, the verses we're going to look at in the Bible, uh, it'll, it'll bring more light to those Bible verses as well as to those lessons we're going to study in the upcoming week. So uh, please, please, please go back over um, the past episodes, as I've said, to get um, a more in-depth explanation of every uh, symbol we covered over the past weeks. Uh, please read uh, Daniel 7, have Daniel 7 completely read at this point, completely read Daniel 7 to prepare for our, less, our first lesson study next Sabbath morning by God's grace entitled, Who is the Antichrist? Friend, I hope that what we've covered so far has been a blessing to you. Uh, it is up to you now to go back over the material, to review the material, and to prepare for our first lesson next Sabbath morning by God's grace. So I'm going to close with a word of prayer this morning, and um, we are going to ask the Lord to prepare our hearts and minds to uh, receive the material that he has for us in the upcoming weeks. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much once again for this opportunity to study Bible prophecy. We understand that this material can be challenging, but we pray that your Holy Spirit will prepare our hearts and minds to receive what you have to teach us. May your Holy Spirit help us to see things clearly and, and understandably that we could um, know what it is that you want us to know about these last days and how we need to prepare for Jesus' second coming. Thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word, to dig deeper into your word so that we will be prepared for Jesus' second coming according to your word. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, I'm going to sign off now. That wraps up our lesson study for this week here on Eyes on Prophecy. Please let others know about this uh, program, Eyes on Prophecy, here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. It will be a blessing to all who listen to these lessons as we move forward. So continue, please, to have a blessed rest of your Sabbath, a great weekend. May the Lord be with you and keep you until we meet next Sabbath morning by God's grace here on Eyes on Prophecy. This is your host and teacher, Pastor Vince Wilson. Take care, be blessed, and we'll see you next Sabbath morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Time here on the podcast. Be blessed.